Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Festive, festive, merry, merry, merry Christmas to you all. This is the Fanatical Elves post-game show, and we are celebrating on Christmas Eve as the Browns trounce those Houston Texans. My goodness, did they have a hell of a game. So many things to talk about. Um, I'm going to turn it over to you. Sam, welcome. Steve, welcome. Elliot, welcome. Merry Christmas to you all, and thanks for being here. Uh, whoever wants to go first, we're going to talk about this game and how exciting it is and that the possibilities are endless. So, Steve, why don't we start with you and then go around the room? All right. Great game. Joe Flacco. I mean, Amari Cooper. MVP. I'm kidding. (laughs) MVP. Uh, MVP. MVP. Uh, Defense played great on the road. Um, Mm -hmm. Browns got off to a fast start. Then they muddled. For yes. uh, three possessions, then all of a sudden, boom, Flacco boom. again to Amari Cooper. <laughs> yes. And they gave up that damn kick uh, return. Ah, I hate uh. that. Bubba Ventrone, very pissed. Um, but uh, defense showed up on the road. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Yeah. We talked Love about that pregame. Yep. We, yes, we that did. was going to be a big, big thing. And they yep. certainly did. Um, yep. Just so many things. Yeah. Let, I mean, I got to throw out Amari Cooper's name. We got to talk about him here. Um, Elliot, bucks. Sam, I mean, <laughs> like what he did. That and the amazing. fact that they had to bring him back into then, then he actually broke Josh Gordon's old record was just kind of uh-huh. funny uh, that that happened the way it did, because honestly they weren't going to play him unless the Browns no. gave up their backups, gave up two touchdowns. They had to bring back in Flacco and the boys with about three or four minutes to go in the game um, in which Cooper caught an extra pass, which I think took him over the top. It um, did. So, 
just amazing stuff. Keep going here. Elliot, welcome. I, we haven't talked to you in a while. The Oracle Speaks show, doing great. Thank you so much for your contributions here to the Fanatical Elves Network. We love you, uh, and uh, we're, we're happy you're here with us. What do you think about Amari Cooper and the Brownies? I know you you caught a little bit of it. Well, I'm utterly shocked. Um, it, it doesn't seem possible that you could – well, you know, I want to win all the games by field goals basically. I want to play really conservative football. I want to let the defense win the game, which they did. Yes. Um, I'd rather not play long, long ball. I mean, it sounds like heresy. I'll take it. Uh, I'd rather not have to win this way week after week after week. Flacco continues to amaze us. Um, Hooper is an unbelievable receiver. In my mind, if you factor in the fact that he has not had uh, the best of quarterbacks to uh, launch the ball at him. I think he's been one of the premier receivers in the NFL. He really has. Uh, I, I think he really gets my vote for all pro at the wide receiver position. Mm -hmm. uh, it, and this performance really cements it. You know, he's had the opportunity to have uh, a uh, pocket passer throw the ball to him, and he's been Tremendous, absolutely tremendous. There's been yeah. nothing like it yes. you know, since he's connected with uh, Flacco. So that is absolutely tremendous. Mm -hmm. um, of course, getting the uh, kicker injured, Hunter, mm -hmm. underscores a fundamental weakness that I continue mm -hmm. to complain about is that you have to have backups on the practice squad mm. for emergencies. And I've been screaming and crying that I want to have extra quarterback. I want to have an extra uh, field goal kicker, especially, and also punter because you need to have people that are yep. familiar with the unique conditions of Cleveland stadium that you can use if you have to. And I also believe that yeah. you need to have competition. Competition makes people better. Yep. And that was the problem with Cade York is he never had anybody to compete with because why we thought we needed to coddle him and protect him from competition. Sure. I hurt his feelings. <laughs> and that's the way that you treat people when they're in kindergarten. And we treated him like a kindergarten performer. And that's basically what we got. And yeah. now we're scrounging around saying, gee, wouldn't it have been nice if we'd have had somebody <laughs> that had been trained up to kick in Cleveland freaking stadium because we yeah. got somebody on Thursday. What? Oh, I, I I feel bad about the fact that Dustin uh, Hopkins was six points away from breaking. I mean, it's funny. The gods of the NFL speak because uh, he was six points away from beating Jim Brown's record. He may end up breaking it later this season, but I mean, it was something that people were talking about. Yeah. He got two you know. points. Today. Well, that's true. So he's four away. Um, Elliot, we'll come right back to you, Sam. I want to welcome you here down. I know you're down there in uh, Dallas. What a great game to watch. What do you think? Yeah, it was fun. I mean, with the whole uh, Dustin Hopkins, how do you say the puncher's name? I've never been good at it. Bohorquez. I'm not even going to try and say that. I'm just going to call him. We're from Cleveland, so we I'll can I'll just call him the Cleveland's <laughs> punter. But <laughs> losing both of them, punter is an underrated, really important position in the NFL. Um, like yes. my dad always used to say, if you ever want to make the NFL, just learn how to oh, long no, it's snap. It's not important at all. We don't even need to have a backup. So wrong about that. <laughs> just learn how to long snap or punt. But punter is a really important position that people don't yeah. think about. And so, so losing him is going to suck. And then kicker is also in a, a position that 
the Cowboys had to just looking at the Cowboys. I mean, last year, right. um, Brett Maher was great, but then in the right, but in the postseason, he couldn't kick a field goal if his life depended on it. And so I feel like having a good kicker is also an important position. Uh, and so losing both of those is going to make it tough, uh, especially for extra points because, well, and field goals, like if you're 30 yards away, normally every, every NFL fan would be like, yeah, kick a field goal. And you, it's like such second nature, these kickers that we don't even think about it. And then when they're gone, it's a whole thing, whole ordeal. You have to either convert the fourth down or throw out your tight end to try and kick. And so I, like, and I'm like, yeah, I'm just really, surprised. A big loss. It is. It is. And I know Elliot, you, you guys are both, I mean, it, it's, but it is funny. I mean, Elliot, you, you guys are talking about something that's very important that they don't carry these. And I don't think most teams carry. No, they uh, don't. Especially some, on game day. So carry a backup kicker. Yeah. You almost got to, you squad, almost wondered if, if, if they could have gone, I mean, it sounded, it didn't look like he was that hobbled and it looked like he Ooh. kept talking to various players, Hopkins. And then, you know, well, throughout Hopkins has a hamstring. They're going to yeah. have to sign a kicker before Thursday. Okay. Uh, Bohorquez looked like he was okay. Maybe okay. he's walking around. So yeah. he might be able to play Thursday. We'll see, yeah, let's see how he does in sign. practice. Dorian Thompson gotta... Robinson took a weird hit too at the end of the game. Hopefully he's he okay. Did. He got stretched. Uh, yeah, I think his did. leg got stretched a little bit. So he got pulled um, over backwards. Now, I haven't pulled up the actual stats, but um, we already talked about Amari Cooper. But my God, we really need to like sit back and this is this will go down historically as something that we'll talk about. I mean, ten years from now, we'll talk about Amari Cooper's, you know, game where he caught eleven passes for two thousand two hundred yards. And, uh, I'd be you know, happy with woo! that though. Yeah. That would be a record. <laughs> maybe, maybe he'll get to two thousand by the end of these next two games. Um, Tell me a little bit of let's talk about Joe Flacco a little bit while we let's go around the room. Elliot, t- let, let me know what do you think about Joe and his performance again, and the fact that there were you know the ball Browns are throwing the ball a lot, but he's producing. And I was telling Steve on the pregame show, Elliot, that I watched the Super Bowl game back in 2013, uh, that 2012 season when they played the San Francisco 49ers, and they Joe threw three touchdowns in that first half. Uh, they they won going away. It was kind of a they had a blackout, but he was splendid in that game. And that was 10, you know, 11 years ago. And now he's 38 years old, going to be 39, I think, on January 16th. Yeah. So it's just and the fact is, I mean, it's really true. I mean, you the, the announcers talk about it. We talk about it here on the podcast that the the players are really buying into this whole Joe Flacco and Elliot, what do you think? I mean, it's Flacco Mania, but man, it's it's going the right direction. Do you do you see it continuing this season? And how far can we go? What do you think? Well, as you know, I'm very skeptical about the one man team concept. Um, I don't believe that the Browns' uh, success on offense is attributable to a single player. I think it's a, a combination of um, contributions from a number of players. I think Amari Cooper is the offensive MVP. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but I think that, uh, you know, they need to have, well, David Njoku absorbs a lot of uh, double mm-hmm. coverage. Yeah. And that's why uh, part of the reason why Amari Cooper is yep. uh, so yep. very good is teams have to elect to double cover somebody. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, there are problems with the offensive line being so 
then the backups are not as good as the starters, and that has weakened the team. Uh huh. Um, the Browns would probably like to not use Joe as much as they are doing. It's not that it's such a great idea to throw the ball 40 times a game, but I think they feel that they have no other real option, and the running game is simply not performing up to the level that they would like it to. I think that yes. they would, in fact, agree with me that, gee, we'd really like to get the running game going. Yeah. We just haven't had the opportunity. One of the reasons why they haven't been able to is that one of the favorite formations of the Browns is the three tight end formation, and that blocking tight end uh, is either uh, uh, Nick Harris or one of the other offensive linemen um, – uh, help me out, Michael uh, Dunn. Yes. But both Dunn and Harris have to be on the offensive line due to injuries, and they're actually starting on the offensive line. So there is no fullback. And uh, yeah. they can't do that three uh, tight end offense. You know, the big heavy jumbo offense cannot be used while yeah. the uh, erstwhile fullback is pressed into duty on the offensive line. They can't be yeah. used is at once yeah obviously. yeah so i think yeah they're 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 forced to rely on flacco yeah uh, more than they want to it's not uh, really a good idea they are throwing interceptions that they would rather not throw and <laughs> it's not all uh fun and games but, but he is, did a pretty good job today he i mean he, he threw he's two doing interceptions. a wonderful job he's doing but, more than we could hope yes. for but it's it it's uh a double-edged sword. It's not a surefire yeah. uh, recipe for success every game. It's sure. Not, it's not all great. Uh, Sam, your take on Joe Flacco. By the way, I just want to throw this out. He threw the ball 42 times today. He was 27 for 42, um, three touchdowns. The two interceptions, both were in positions where they didn't really hurt the team too badly. Um, and, and they then, had no kicker. Yeah. And then um, – <laughs> You know, Jerome Ford, he ran the ball. They ran the ball 30 times. Yeah, they, He ran it 15 times for 25 yards, which is a 1.7 average, which is not oh, spectacular. Pierre Strong, Pierre Strong had five carries for 22. Uh, Kareem Hunt had seven carries for 11 yards. Um, what's, that's what makes the play action work. Amazing stuff, though, from Amari Cooper. 11 catches, 265 yards, a 24 aver- yards per catch average. He had the 75-yard one in the first half, two touchdowns, also caught a two-point conversion. My God. Okay, Sam, um, talk to me about Joe Flacco, where you think this team can go with Joe. I think they can go pretty far, but it's got to we got to figure out this running game just a little more. Just a little more, like maybe a hundred yards. If we can just get not even a hundred, let's just say we get 80 yards a game on the ground. I think just that will be enough of a threat to pull some of the pressure, not pressure, mm. but some of the, I guess, knowledge that Joe Flacco is going to be a, the main reason they're going to win. And yeah. it's going to pull it away from Joe Flacco, allowing him to do a little bit more. Because I feel like what the running game isn't a threat, meaning the, the defense is like, oh, yeah, they're going to pass it. Cool. And they can guard it better. But if the running game is even just the smallest of threats, yeah. In the back of their mind, the defense has to be paying attention slightly to the run, which will even just a little open up the pass, and it can mm. make it even a little bit more of a powerhouse, which is what it's been for the past few weeks now. 
And so I think that the running game, even just 80 yards a game, even if it's 75, even if you really want to knock it down low, I think we'll really improve this offense. Yeah, Steve, let me Hmm. just uh, finally with uh, uh, Joe Flacco and Elliot, you know, you and I, we've all been uh, around watching Cleveland Browns quarterbacks over the years and teams (laughs) over the years, over the last, you know, 50 whatever years, we've all, you know, seen this team. And it just is really, to me personally, just watching this team right now with Joe. And I know we have Amari Cooper and I know this is a topic for another day and we're not going to talk about it. And Amari Cooper is the guy. But my God, what they are doing right now with this offense and with him behind the pocket, Steve, talk to me about what you see. That's just like, like, like for me, it's just the idea that he just, everybody I think looks at him and says, we know that Joe is the, he's an experienced quarterback. He's won a Super Bowl, and we can go far. And the players are looking to him like we got this, like there's a, a, like, a real like ver like a nonverbal sort of like they know that they're they're gonna they're gonna beat a lot of teams with this and we could go pretty far with Joe now how far we go you know that depends on some matches and some things and what happens over the next two weeks but my gosh we're ten and five boys see what do you think uh well I'm really not worried about the running game I I, I am not prior to that second touchdown Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I hate to just disagree with Elliot, but uh, they had Posick and uh, Batonio in. Yeah, and today they, they both played. Yes, that's and true. And they yes. had Dunn and Nick Harris for their heavy package. Uh, they ran the ball three times. Uh, yeah, and were successful. Then they put Nick Harris in the backfield. Yeah, and did a quite spectacular play action. And uh, hit Amari Cooper for that long uh, second touchdown pass because they went heavy and Houston thought they were going to run the ball. All you got to do is have the illusion of running the ball. And Flacco is so good in the play action that he can just – he was perfect today in the play action. He was so good. He's always good in the play action. So I'm not worried about the running game. Uh, yeah. I would be worried if it's a close game late. Yeah. Like Sam says, you, you've got to run the ball late. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Houston, who's pretty good against a run, number six. Yeah. So uh, on first down, uh, Kevin, the steady Eddie went a little too much run heavy on a couple of first downs when he okay. could have done a long handoff. Uh-huh. Uh and uh got caught and then he gets caught in second well, down and long and uh yeah. Flacco bailed him out. Let's talk so, about Steady Eddie though. I mean, I think this is a really uh the next topic. I was glad to see he put the starters back in. Well, I after, yes, after and, they closed yes. and the Browns got that mm-hmm. onside kick. Yeah. I, I think he just went screw it. Let's go. Absolutely. And then, As a coach, uh, and yep. then, uh Jim Schwartz put the defensive back. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's, that's gotta it. be tough on I'm those done. guys. But they really screwed up. And and you know, yeah, that second did. unit, uh, they just, you know, and I know Joel, our left guard, was talking about it and our texting. And I I didn't think we had a problem, but I'm glad obviously that we got that getting that recovery of the second onside kick. Mm-hmm. You know, you're still up 14, you got a comfortable lead, but I also recall a Jets game in week two a year ago when a one Joe Flacco 
playing for the Jets down 13 in Cleveland Brown Stadium brought their team back with two minutes to go. So anything They're can happen in the NFL. touchdowns with five minutes. They get that oh. onside kick. Totally different game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right. and I, I agree. I agree. Um, all right, so Kevin Stefanski, let's talk uh, about him a little Coach bit here. Coach of the year. He won yeah. a game without a kick or a punter. Sam, what do you like about <laughs> Kevin Stefanski? What do you like as a young, uh, inspiring Browns fan? What do you like most about Kevin Stefanski? Other I than feel he, like, he looks good. No, I feel like he's not changing in a good way. I think uh-huh. what he's doing is he's not changing his game plan. He's not like, oh, the running game was terrible. Uh, let's run the ball 110 times next game. Or, oh, is we this play. Uh-huh. This part, this uh, play action set didn't work very well. Let's just sure. remove it and never use it again. I think what he's doing is he has his playbook, and unless there's specific reasons why he should change, he isn't. He's sticking with his game plan. Mm-hmm. He's doing it. He's playing his own football, and he's not trying to change it. And he's playing Kevin football. And I think yeah. what that does is it makes it it, it instills confidence in the team because it mm. shows that he trusts them and that they'll eventually get it worked out. But it I also, like that take. yeah. It also means that the team will, has its identity and it knows what it's going to do each game and it's going to do yep. the same thing, and so they get better at it over the year too. And I think what is happening right now is 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 this, this culmination of everything. His game plan hasn't changed; it's been the same stuff for 16 weeks sure. now, and it's proven to yeah. work out right now because we are doing really well. And I so I think so he for just this. Is, he sticks with his game plan. I think that's what's his best quality right now. With this irrational uh, Christmas uh, Santa Claus fan here. Um, yes, I, <laughs> I know I've been criticized and I've been critical of good old Steady Eddie over the years, but I he's having one hell of a season. And I was so excited to see him at the end of the game. He said, F yeah. Did you see that? <laughs> he mouthed it at the end of the game. F yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. We like our good old Kevin. Man, I you know, because you can – you feed off the coach's energy. He's, it reminds me of the good old Marty Schottenheimer. You know, go back to the late 80s and those teams. Marty was dedicated to that, that those teams, and you could tell that he was a fiery kind of guy. He inspired his co- his players, and I think that that's what you're kind of starting. You know, you, we've been seeing it, but now we're 10-5. and five, Thanks to Kevin Stefanski, and I couldn't be more wrong about him in this future. I, I look forward to him guiding this Browns team and he's a big reason why this team is been pretty consistent we've had our downfalls over the last two years but we're not just winning three or four games we're winning more and we're more consistent and now we've hit double figures okay I'm on my off my soapbox sorry for that uh Steve (laughs) what do you like about Steady Eddie just what Sam said he's sticking to his gameplay he's exactly right uh Kevin Stefanski is calling good games. He's gotten better at game management. He's uh letting Jim Schwartz run the defense. Mm-hmm. And he is just he's steady. I mean, you can't I'm sorry, he's calling good games. He yeah. really is. Yeah. Hey, Elliot, before we I'm get impressed. to you, because I want to get to your take, let's pause for a quick break. This is the Fanatical Browns postgame show. Mary Mary, the Browns beat the Houston Texans. What was the score? 36 to 22. We'll be right back. 
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. We're back. Merry Christmas. Woo. The Browns won 36-22. We're talking about Steady Eddie, Kevin Stefanski. Love those commercials. Yes. Ellie, what do you think of good old Kevin? What's your take after this big win that's given them double-figure wins now for the season? Well, I, I want to sound a little bit like Hugh Jackson. I want to look at the films uh, first. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, wa- I wanted actually to respond uh, to Steve because he's exactly right that this game – uh, the Browns did have uh, Posick and, and uh, did have Batonio, and they did have the personnel to run the, the uh, heavy jumbo. Yeah. Um, I don't know why it worked. <laughs> <laughs> it always does. <laughs> well, I mean, because, you know, statistically, the, the Browns did not have a very good uh, yardage on the ground. And I, what I would say is that um, – you have to be able to show that you have a viable running game before anybody will, um, you know, be fooled yeah. by the, the RPO or play action, either one. And um, so I, I would think that a normal defense would just ignore the, uh, the run and go after the passer uh, on the run pass option. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm um, a little bit confused about why, uh, the Browns had success with that. You know, I guess I'll put it that way. I understand, you know, you know, the, the previous games were pretty understandable to me that, that, uh, you know, without the, uh, the available fullbacks, you know, because they were playing on the offensive line, that made sense. Right. We can't do right. that. Now right. that we did have the personnel, but we didn't have the yardage, why was that an effective approach? Mm-hmm. You know, Steve suggested, well, um, that was enough of a threat that sure. it's up the passing game. And I'm sitting here thinking, you know, was it a threat? Why? Why? Um, I don't get it. Um, uh-huh. I, I, <laughs> I want uh-huh. to see why. Can yeah, Steve. Flacco yeah. can sell it. Yeah, he's a 15 year veteran. He can sell that play mm-hmm. action, mm-hmm. and they always bite on it. I mean, four straight games they've been. You up. know, unlike <laughs> unlike them, the Houston Texans. Let's. I mean, the Browns defense was spectacular. Let's give some props to Zadarius Smith today. Guy oh got two two sacks and was everywhere for this Browns team. He was phenomenal. We also Should've got to give three. a sack to Alex Wright. <laughs> Uh, you know, Miles Garrett was causing havoc, didn't get a sack again. He stuck thir- on 13. But, my gosh, this Browns defense was is total domination. And on the road, like you said, Steve, we were wondering if this could happen, and it sure did. Yep. We got to give hot props to them. Um, just some phenomenal stuff here. Uh, by the way, thanks for joining us here on the Fanatical Elves Network. This is our post-game show. We got a group of guys here that bring shows every week to you on Apple and Spotify. Please subscribe to us. Please tell your Browns fans. It's a Merry Christmas. Tell them uh, tomorrow on Christmas Day, 
guys, you got to follow these fanatical elves, guys. We got the Oracle Speaks starring Elliot there. We got Sam with the Browns breakdowns. We got uh, Steve here with the Dog Pound South. I got my Johnny Cleveland jingle bells, jingle bells all the way. Um, we got the Browns Blitz. We got with Rod Bloom. We got what else? We got what the elf was that with Joel Cade. My God, we just keep coming at you. We don't stop. We don't want you to stop. We want you to follow us here on the like the Browns defense. We're (laughs) relentless. But that Browns defense was spectacular. Zadarius Smith is having one hell of a season. And I would say he's been a big step up from uh, Javion Clowney, the guy that he kind of replaced. Um, Talk to me about the Browns defense, about anybody else on defense. Let's go back to you, Steve, first. Anybody on defense that you see? And we'll wrap up with this as we uh, finish up our postgame. JOK showed up late. Um, good to see that. Um, uh, Martin Emerson didn't give up. Uh, yeah. They called uh, three penalties against him. The second one was right. kind of iffy. But uh, he would not give up. Um, you know, Dalvin Tomlinson in the middle. Mm. Uh, Alex Wright, like you said. Yeah, Shelby Harris uh, got a tip. Shelby a Harris that... got that another tip pass. I think he leads the league in tip passes. Uh, this uh, defense is relentless, and uh, Jim Schwartz uh, brought it when he had to bring it. Mm-hmm. I loved his formations. Uh, I mean, yeah. one time I remember Houston set up with a three was uh, wide receiver stack on one side. Mm-hmm. And um, he brought a blitz and he played zone. So yeah. the wide yeah. receivers yeah. got kind of clogged up in this uh-huh. zone. Yeah. And they got a sack. Yeah. So, I mean, Houston's Bravo. just a different team without CJ CJ uh, Stroud, but Stroud, yeah. what a, just a great game on the road. Elliot, what were your um, thoughts on the defense? I know you didn't get to watch all the game, um, but just, you know, the Browns got up 36 to seven and the seven came on a punt return. So really, the Browns defense shut them. Kick return shut them out, and it was thirty-six nothing, basically. Yeah, no, it was dominating uh, defense, and you can argue that it was um, due to. You could take the interpretation that well, you didn't have our franchise quarterback, we couldn't play. Uh, I don't believe that. I don't believe that for me. Um, <laughs> You know, we know we know that the you know we did have a pretty good idea of what the other quarterback was going to do because he was our guy. Uh, yes, for a long time. Yes, and um, so that was uh, some advantage. But on the other hand, that that guy knew uh, our personnel also, but maybe did not know that much about Jim yeah. Schwartz. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think it's a credit to the defense. It's mm. it's not just the playing talent but also the scheme has been just very very uh effective and yes uh, it's been that way all season jim schwartz is uh, you think about it elliot like if we if if we had done things a little bit better in a couple of these games like seattle i mean we've got away with a couple extra wins too but we might be 11 and four at this point in the season or maybe even 12 and three i mean 12 and three yeah that's I mean, Pittsburgh just, game I would say this, that the Baltimore Ravens have had some phenomenal luck in encountering teams when their um, franchise quarterback was injured or they were playing teams where they had a rookie quarterback making their first NFL start uh, consistently. 
Yeah. Uh, I like very much to see how they do against San Francisco. I think that's going to be too. a really good game. I think it's tonight, right? They're playing yeah, tonight. Uh, tomorrow. It is tonight. Yeah, I want to see that. Monday night. Monday night. Was it Monday night football? Oh, okay. But yeah, I'm going to watch that game for sure. Um, Elliot, let's go to, I mean, sorry, Sam. Uh, defense, what do you like today about everything? Uh, I just liked all of it, honestly. I, I liked, <laughs> I think um, Jim Schwartz has been incredible. I think he's a very um, important piece. I think he's what really has set this defense on the the really high-flying trajectory it's been on. But uh, there's a lot of people. Zadarius Smith has been holding down the edge. Miles Garrett, even though he hasn't been doing much these past few weeks, still is Miles Garrett. He's still doing his thing. Um, Dalvin Tomlinson has been doing really well. Yes. Uh, I feel like people like... And even the secondary, I mean, I feel like a lot of the secondary is also helping out, uh, especially with Denzel Ward. Obviously, yeah. Anthony Walker has been out, but he's been doing well. Um, there's just it just the defense feels complete. Feels like yeah. there isn't really when it's playing well. I feel like there isn't much of a hole anywhere in the defense. I feel like it is it's a complete defense. You got the defensive coordinator, the for, front four, then the back seven, and I feel like that it's complete. There's not much missing. Uh, right now and so i think that's what's just making it such a good good defense the brown i'm going to give you one last uh uh share uh go around the room real quick here before we leave everybody um the browns now are 10 and 5 they did not lock up a playoff spot yet they can with a win on thursday and probably with a bunch of other things happening even if they were to lose um going looking at the playoff pictures and everything else uh, what are you most excited about as you look forward to these next this next game, the next two weeks for the Browns? Uh, Sam, let's start back with you and then go back to Elliot and finish with Steve. The, the Browns are making the playoffs. I feel like that's the most exciting thing. And they're <laughs> yes. making the playoffs with a really good defense. And right now, from what I've seen, a really good offense, too. Um, and I think, especially <laughs> with who we're having to play, is it the, has the, have the Jaguars played this week? They're playing no. right now. Uh, they're playing, they're playing right, right now. now. Okay, and yeah. the Colts now, the, are at Tampa. Colts lost. The Colts okay, got so beat by the Falcons today. That means if the Jaguars <laughs> win, they'll stay at the four seed, and if they lose, they stay at the, or the five. Yeah, the four seed. I mean. Oh they yeah, the, the, the Jaguars are doing great. They're scoring zero points in the Baker Mayfield, and the Buccaneers are twenty. So the Jaguars wow. are striking wow. distance. The Buccaneers. Wow. Are good. Baker Mayfield getting that million dollar bonus with the win today, by the way, boys. I don't know if you knew. I heard that today. They're going to resign him. Get a million. I mean, I'm happy for Baker. I mean, they are. They're going to resign him. I'm still a fan of Baker. I got to give props to Baker. I mean, Baker brought Cleveland back to um, reality in 2018, and I'm forever thankful for that guy. for what he did for this organization and this, and this city. I'm, I'm really, yeah. You know, people that are, 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 listen to his coaches. Yeah. If, if, yeah. And Brown's fans that are anti Baker and put him down, you can just shut up and just go back to your hole. I mean, I'm, 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 wow. I mean, real, I mean, for God's sakes, man. I mean, the guy did a lot for this organization and you know, I don't want him to beat us in the super bowl, but it's nice to see the kid win. And yeah, like you said, Steve, you know, if he had just listened to his, coach back in Ooh, 21 but that would be a interesting situation oh wow. boy Tampa. let's not even go there yet let's not <laughs> even not. go there that would be oh my god like <laughs> like the the thought of that is just holy moly um uh, sam <laughs> final thought i'm sorry i cut you off there no it's fine uh 
I don't have much more to say. I think the Browns are a good good team. They might be a contender depending on what path they they end up taking in the uh, the playoffs. I feel like they could be somewhat of a sleeper team that could maybe make a run to the AFC Championship or something. Right now, I feel like Joe. See, right now. You don't see them as a sleeper. You think you consider them a sleeper. I don't see them as a sleeper right now. I think everybody I in the NFL. as a team that yeah. can beat anyone in the AFC. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they're a team that can beat anyone on the right day. Even on the wrong day, I feel like occasionally <laughs> these teams can beat and to, good, and, to, team. and Sam, to Stefanski's credit, to Stefanski's credit, since 2020, since he's been here, this team, even with other teams, and including Baker Mayfield, on any given day, that team or this team now, or back in 2020, or even 2021, they could beat anybody, and they could be they could have been Super Bowl contenders. And we're we're, we're still talking about it because good old steady Eddie. So I agree with you, Sam. Uh, Elliot, final takes tonight before we let everybody go. Well, yeah, I still think teams ought to have some backups on the practice squad at quarterback and they ought to have a backup kicker and a backup punter. those positions are important why do i keep on saying these what you know the prophets (laughs) were given the gift of prophecy by the gods but they were cursed because the people would never believe them Ah. that's what i feel like by the way, I'm giving away, by the way, the Fanatical Elves Network is going to be giving away another, I'm looking at Amari Cooper t-shirt. How many of you would like an Amari Ooh, Cooper t-shirt today? So that, I already own one. <laughs> uh, well, there's some Browns fans out there, so that will be our giveaway. So tune in to the X later tonight as we have a giveaway. Mm. you got to follow the show, though. you got to follow the show and repost it. So get ready, fans, to get a Amari Cooper t-shirt. Elliot? We're giving away 265. <laughs> 265 more. Yes, we are. Yeah. The rich man over there, Elliot's giving away 265. Um, I want to give a shout out to my 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 son Clay, too. Um, he Christmas gift us. They're all families downstairs, and they they wonderful gift from the from the kids. Um, we got get this. We got a new uh Samsung 75 inch. TV to watch our brownies. Holy moly. I can't believe it. Thank you, Clay Stiltner. You're great. We love you. And uh, go Brown. So I'm just got to throw that out out there because Clay, Clay Stiltner is a great guy. I don't know if they heard me down there. Hey, Clay, you around? I gave you a shout out. We're live on the podcast. Gave you a shout out for that enormous TV that's sitting down there that we're going to put up on our stage. Sorry, okay, back back to reality. Okay. <laughs> I mean, technically that was still reality. Uh, okay. Sorry. Uh Elliot, final. I'm sorry, I'm cutting everybody off tonight because I'm so excited. The Browns yeah. won. Well, I'm I'm just really intimidated because the New York Jets have a franchise quarterback in Aaron Rodgers, and his mystique is going to rub off on them, and we have to play them on Thursday. Ah. Uh, well, that's okay. That's okay. I see I'll be no there, problem. By the way. I see Steve. no problem with the New York Jets. <laughs> Steve, I see Steve. no problem with well, the, the New York, York Jets. Well, the New York Jets were up, I think, twenty-seven to nothing. The Commanders took the lead, twenty-eight twenty-seven, and then they lost. The Jets beat them on a last-second field goal. So, congrats to the Jets for three days, field and then goal. we'll then we'll hopefully crush them and, Thursday. Uh, goodbye, Ron Rivera. Field but goal. Anyway. That's right. Okay, Steve. <laughs> final thoughts on the afternoon. What a great day. Merry Christmas. Victory. 
I am completely happy. Uh, Steady Eddie played well. I mean, called a very good game. Uh, A little questionable calls there in the second half. Glad to see him put the starters back in. Glad to see Mm -hmm. Jim Schwartz put the starters back in. That was basically them saying, screw this. We want to win this game. So I like that attitude. In the past, they would have just gone, no, 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 keep keep the backups in. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, we will see uh, workouts for kickers unless Mm -hmm. Andrew Berry already has one in his pocket. Oh, I have one. Uh, I think that uh, Bajorquez will be fine. Uh, he was walking around, so but they need a kicker. Yeah. Uh, Hopkins, I think, will come back by the Cincinnati game. Okay. Oh, by the way, Cincinnati, stick a fork in them. Like I said, <laughs> they're done. Yeah. Um, so yep. um, I think the Browns can clinch. On Might have Thursday. to go. Yeah, Matt Thursday would be great because it'd be in front of the hometown fans. I'll be there with my son, Alec, the Malik will be down there at Cleveland Browns stadium Thursday night. Yes. Prime time. Johnny Cleveland, the podcast will all be there. Um, we're excited. Uh, hopefully they'll lock up the, the division. Uh, Steve, I cut wow. you off. Wow. I'm cutting everybody else. Wow. Cutting everybody off. Zane Gonzalez. Zane Gonzalez. Oh, I like the name. Yes. He's, he's available. And uh, let's let's get I remember him. Remember Zane Gonzalez. Yeah, he's available and he's kicked and clean. You know, hey, Elliot, you know what was great about the 2013 Super Bowl was that uh, nothing. K, uh, no, Justin, Justin Tucker was a rookie out of Texas that year, and he's still kicking for those damn ratbirds up there uh, involved. You can get him. Yeah, go get him. Yeah, let's trade for him. F those rappers. Yeah, by the way, Cade York is on IR, so we can't get him. Yes, I saw that yesterday. Yeah, I knew that you'd be disappointed. The the next Justin Tucker is not available. Hey, we've hit the 40-minute mark here on our post-game show. We are so wrapped up. Christmas Eve is tonight. I hope Santa comes to your house and brings you lots of presents. Already That's did. all my son, Alec Grantman, <laughs> all he wants since 365 days ago was presents. Anytime you mention Christmas, it's presents, presents. We want presents. We all want presents. Well, guess what? We got a big present today. If you're a Cleveland Browns fan, big win, 36-22 over the Houston Texans. Way to go, Browns. Way to bring it. We got win number 10. Good old Steady Eddie helping this team move forward. Joe Flacco, Flacco-mania is in full force. Sam, thank you for being here. Elliot, thank you for being here. Steve, thank you for being here. The Fanatical Elves Network will continue with great a lot more shows, maybe not on Christmas Day, which is tomorrow, but we'll have a lot of shows talking about what? this game. and. <laughs> I'll probably yeah. bring you a Johnny Cleveland uh, special tomorrow. Okay. If, All right, everybody. Before, sorry. Yes, if we, can I just mention something? It's a no. Thursday game. If you are tuning into my podcast, I'm doing two both on Wednesday. My look Ooh. forward and my look back Ooh. just because I can't do it on Saturday. So if you're nice. going to listen to my podcast, it's two on Wednesday. All right. Wow. Bring we'll be bringing you shows every day of the week. Probably our fanatical elves show will have to be a day early if anybody's available. Even the uh, fans out there, if you want to join us. <laughs> So, um, Elliot, thank you again. Steve, thank you again. And Sam, thank you again. Go Browns. Go Browns. They win 36-22. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. right here.
and well, we're not off. We're almost 